It'll be a three-man rush, eight in coverage, three in the end zone. Dalton heaves it down the right side toward the end zone. It is knocked up in the air. Oh, A.J. Green oh, makes the catch. Oh, 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 man. A deflected oh, ball winds oh, up in the hands God. of A.J. Green. The clock hits zero. Oh, 23-year-old Tony Pike waits for the snap. Has the football. Short drop. Lobs one down the sideline for Bins. He's got it. Touchdown. 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 And a high fly ball way back in center field. It is out right here. A grand slam home run for Joey Votto. And this one belongs to the Reds. Did your shirt on? And last I checked, I did. Yes, why? Now a steal by Gary Clark and a breakaway to the rim for a thunderous tomahawk jam. Get you one, big fella. Then a strike for Bertoni, and the magical moment belongs to Leonardo Bertoni. He opens the FC Cincinnati account with a goal in the 14th minute. Double dip on the ice cream cone. So we have a special guest with us tonight, one All-American. You know him as the helicopter. We like to call him Melvin Levitt. Mel, what's happening tonight, sir? Not much, man. Just uh, hanging out, uh, enjoying a nice breeze uh, this evening. Um, Good to get out again, right? I mean, it's been a while. Yeah, you know, um, been cooped up for a minute, uh, but Mm -hmm. hasn't really bothered me because I'm I'm really a homebody anyway. So um, being at home. Is, is is not a problem for me, but you know, obviously getting there, being able to get out, you know, after being you know cooped up for a while, it's obviously always nice. Nice night like this, take these anytime you can get it. Yeah, I never guess storm hits the way... tomorrow. Uh, you saying there's a storm tomorrow, Ed? Yeah, I think there's supposed to be a storm tomorrow night. So getting out to enjoy this weather now is is, is awesome. Yeah, I was just gonna say I, I never would have guessed you were a homebody by the way you carried yourself on the court. You know, um, sometimes what you see is the total opposite. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Once that Ka- person is out of sight and out of mind. Kawhi Leonard comes to mind immediately. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I bet you Kawhi Leonard is a uh, is a wild dude when you don't see him. <laughs> I was going to go with the exact opposite of that, just listen to his press conferences well, where he's just – Well, when you see him and you listen to his press conferences, you know he's yeah. dull. But quiet, yeah, he is probably away from everybody. I bet you that dude is the wildest, he's the wildest in the bunch. Trust me. <laughs> well, um, thank you for coming on tonight. Um, it's been a while since we've had you on the show. Um, you are what we like to call a friend of the show, so thanks for making time for us. Um, no. so last time we had you on was right around the Bearcat Jam, which was what 2018, right. Correct. Yes, 2018 was our inaugural season. And so um, big names that you had back in that year, Casimir Wright, Yancey Gates, Deontay Vaughn, Corrante DeBerry. Um, you know, those, those are some of the, the big names that you had mm-hmm. coming on the squad at that point in time. Um, thus far, big names from UC's alumni uh, include also Corianti DeBerry uh, making his second return thus far, the only uh, returning name. 
Um, you also have Justin Jennifer uh, that you just released, I think, just, what, two days ago, maybe? Yes. Um, and then uh, Octavius Ellis kind of puts his name into another team's hat at, at this point in time. Um, but kind of getting back to that 2018 year, the inaugural year, and last year didn't go so well for uh, the fan voting and all of that. But this year has gone way better as far as that goes. Um, so just for starters, let's talk about the surge that you've seen in the last couple of days even, um, just from some of the Facebook groups and all of that that you've been kind of hitting hard and trying to grow those numbers. Well, you know, first off, um, you know, shout out to you guys. Shout out to uh, Go Bearcats. Shout out to uh, Cincy Slangin' Podcast. Um, JT Smith in front office, you know, Tim Daniel. Uh, guys have, you know, really stepped up for me, man, in this process as far as, you know, helping spread this word. And, you know, obviously with social media and the internet, things travel fast, word travels fast. And all it takes is for a couple people um, that's got like a nice following to get others to latch on. And I, that's what's happened this week, man. We've seen a, a pretty big surge in the fan uh, voting process uh, and support. And uh, we're excited about it. Uh, last I checked, we are now top four. Uh, we have surpassed Omaha's finest. Uh, and he's one of the teams that they were already talking about having in the tournament, possibly. Uh, but we've surpassed those guys. And we're pushing to possibly be top three, top two before, maybe top before it's all over with. So that changes what as far as the Bearcat Jam seating with the new 2014 format? And if you can kind of develop a little bit more on what the new format is as well. Well, one of the key criteria for the basketball tournament this year uh, was your fan base and your support. Uh, so we're recovering that base really well uh, this year. Um, and again, this late push and looking to uh, make another jump here in the next several days. You know, the strength of your uh, your um, basketball team as far as your roster, you know, is another criteria that they obviously look at, you know. Um, and also the last thing was the reliability of the team and whether or not the team was going to show up, who you say was going to be there. Uh, so right now, you know, we got a lot of the bases covered. You know, we're three for three right now. All of our guys are willing to quarantine for the 14 days that they would like us to quarantine. Uh, we have no problems with being locked down. We may not have the strength of uh, roster as far as the names go with some of these other teams that's applying and that's probably also possibly going to be accepted. But again, what we've done was we put a lot of people on notice. We put a lot of teams on notice as far as what we're doing, uh, what we've done to enhance things these last couple years uh, with the additions that we've had. Uh, and again, letting the TBT know, as well as the rest of the basketball tournament know that Bearcat Jam is going to be here. Uh, we're going to try to stick around for a long time. Now, one of the new changes that I saw right off the bat before even there was any roster announcements announced at that point um, is your new endorser, Kenny Martin. So I don't know how that came about or what Kenyon plans to do with his platform as far as the Bearcat Jam goes, because I don't believe I've seen yet um, any of his endorsement on his social media. Um, but I don't know what your plan is with that. But if you can kind of go into a little bit of that. We've had uh, several 
uh, several posts, um, several reshares and retweets and, uh, you know, Instagram reposts and things like that as, as far as his addition goes uh, from him personally. Uh, I speak to him um, on occasions. Uh, last, I think today is what, Tuesday? Spoke to him on Saturday about possibly trying to do some media stuff this week. Um, one with being Fox 19's Joe Danneman, uh that we just did the other day. Uh, but he's in on it. Uh, the thing, as we spoke about with the quarantine, uh, that's one thing that's really important for a lot of guys. Uh, and he's a, he's expressed a little possible concern, you know, with having to be, you know, in the lockdown process. Uh, but with, again, speaking to him the last couple of days, he's, he's with it. He's involved. Uh, we would like to see that confirmation video uh, here in the next couple of days. I'll, you know, make sure we, we can make contact about that. But the TBT conference call is tomorrow uh, to set a lot of things straight as far as where it's going here in the next several weeks, uh, when team selections will be, and possibly where the tournament is going to be held. So uh, we still got some finalizing to do with our roster, as well as these couple new roster additions that we have to uh, announce. Uh, but again, if a lot of the guys were not available, as you saw, a couple of guys are playing with other people. We made adjustments. We brought other guys in to uh, fill that void. Uh, so we're going to be all right regardless. Now, right now you have, what, uh, five guys confirmed? Is that correct? Uh, five confirmed. Uh, speak, speaking to two others, well, already spoke to two others and got that already situated. Uh, looking now to just fill out the rest of the roster. Been back and forth with Yancey a little bit about what he's going to do if he wants to return and things like that. His concern was uh, getting together for practicing. You know, which is everybody's concern right now. You know, everybody's not allowed to get together and be in groups. Uh, a lot of stuff has to be done on your own. Uh, one thing we wasn't able to do, you know, in 2018 was come together as a team until two days prior to leaving to go play in the tournament. So, right, uh, we, we were like, to, yeah, yeah we, we would like to get guys in a little bit early. Uh, June 30th is supposed to be the date that all teams are supposed to be ready to travel. So. We have to, you know, if we're going to get together and do some things as a team, that has to be solidified and done within the next couple of weeks. Because, uh, again, games are set to start uh, July 4th, if not pushed up earlier. Well, and I know you had media practices uh, where, you know, us, Fox 19, uh, I think it was, what, Jeremy, um, what's his name, Jeremy Roush? I think Joe, Joe and Jeremy, yeah. Yeah, um, I think he was there. Um, maybe there were some other people there that I may or may not have known. Um, but I can't imagine you're able to actually do that again. No, we're, we're not. We definitely won't be able to um, bring everyone in as we did last year, you know, with it being a quarantine tournament. Uh, they would like us to stay as safe as possible before leaving for the event. Uh, they're going to test us before leaving here. You know, and it will test all players actually in their respective states where they live. Uh, and then once everybody gets together, they're going to test again. And then there's going to be two more tests administered, you know, once you get to the site with your team. Uh, they want everybody quarantined together again uh, for those 14 days. No outside contact with anyone uh, and obviously no fans, which, you know, it takes away a little bit of luster from the games. But I think. You know, for TBT, you know, the TBT started out with like 12 or 13 people <laughs> in the stands. So 
I don't think it matters to TBT if there's people in the stands. I think they're just uh, wanting to put on the most safest event uh, possible uh, for people to attend. Uh, and I think they've taken all the right precautions uh, in doing so. Well, coming at the end of the day, too, um, one of the things that TBT has, that, as far as speaking of the fans, that they have that nobody else has is the fans can win a share of the profits of the team. So, I mean, that's that's literally something that no other tournament. Yeah, big, big incentive for fans, for fans to really get involved. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's that's a that's a really you know grab for a lot of fans is you know to to get involved in that process. You know, to you know be a part of that winning process, man. It's nothing like you know uh, at the end of that thing receiving your portion, you know, of the winnings. You know, getting that check for ten. 20, maybe, you know, 40, $30,000, however many much money it is, you know, for the top fan. Uh, that's definitely a driving force for fans. But then for the players, you know, amongst the players, you know, playing for a lot of pride, playing for, you know, a, a lot of fanfare, playing for their school tradition, all that, you know, that $2 million prize, you know, and getting a cut of that. You know what I mean? Some guys are ranging from, you know, 60000 to 150. So, you know, it's a lucrative deal. Well, and even as a fan, like just for being a fan, even if you're not the top fan, I think right now, uh, Bearcat Jam, when I registered just honestly just a few days ago, um, I think it was somewhere around like, I don't know, several hundred dollars just for being a fan. So um, while we're talking about that, if you want to instruct anybody who's listening how to register and become a fan of Bearcat Jam. Yes, to become a fan of uh, Bearcat Jam, log on to thetournament.com. Uh, you just punch in TBT if that's, you know, what you should do. Uh, but the tournament.com uh, slash teams uh, to find Bearcat Jam uh, takes seconds, actually. Um, name, uh, email address where they can verify and things like that. Uh, and I guess you got to verify your age, too. But uh, it's very simple, very easy. It's free. It doesn't take a lot of time. Uh, it's, again, it's showing your support for, again, your Cincinnati alumni basketball players. The guys that, again, uh, that you cheered uh, before, uh, jeered maybe even before. Um, but, again, have an opportunity to come back and be with these guys, maybe see them once again. Uh, log on to At The Tournament. Uh, catch your vote to support uh, Team Bearcat Jam, Cincinnati alumni. And you can find any of those links also on uh, Facebook underneath Bearcat Jam, which is where Melvin Levitt is. Where are you if you're not familiar with uh, any of the alumni group or uh, not alumni even, um, but just fan groups on uh, on Facebook, you can find it at Bearcat Nation or Bearcat Country. Um, those are two that Melvin is active in. And then also on uh, on Twitter, you can find it at Bearcat Jam. Um, a couple things we haven't talked to you about, though, since the last time we talked to you. Uh, Mick Cronin's gone and Coach John Brandon is in place. Um I know that some of the alumni were upset about Nick Van Epsil not getting an interview. Um, a lot of things have changed even since then. Um, I see more of the alumni getting actively involved on social media as far as support for John Brandon, uh, including Leonard Stokes has been pretty vocal. Um, it's just, it's encouraging to see some of these things change as uh, people were so upset about Nick Van Epsil not getting that interview. And then more of the alumni, it seems uh, being more accepting of the fact that John Brandon's done a hell of a job since he's been here, which is kind of telling by just the recruits that he's bringing in. Uh, what are your thoughts on some of that? Well, 
You know, um, when change comes, everyone has to, you know, be ready for that and has their own opinion when it happens. Uh, when the change happened, uh, everyone was expected, you know, their favorite, you know, was expected to get an interview. Some um, thought others should have gotten uh, more of a chance than, you know, some other people did. But at the end of the day, um, I think the University of Cincinnati, you know, they made a, a business decision uh, and a business decision that, that fit the basketball program in their school. And I think that's what all universities do uh, at the end of the day. Not saying that, you know, Nick Van Exel wouldn't have been a great business deal. Melvin Levitt wouldn't have been a good business deal. Terry Nelson, Eric Martin from West Virginia, Corey Blunt. Plenty of names. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Plenty people names. out there, man. We'll right. throw all Bearcat basketball players out there because I think that's what people really wanted to see. They wanted to see a Bearcat basketball player, you know, get that opportunity to get that interview possibly at least. Um, but at the end of the day, you have to support, you know, what's going on. And I think all guys understand that. Um, and after getting the chance to meet Coach Brandon, um, he brought us to his home, uh, which I thought was. Uh, you live tweeted. You, I feel like you live Facebooked. Or yeah, because it was, was big. Whole thing. You know, it, yeah, yeah. it was big because why it was big because he could have rented out any rental hall, could have took us over to Montgomery Inn Bowhouse, which is not a bad place. Love Montgomery Inn. <laughs> what I'm trying to basically say is, no, seriously, what I'm trying to basically say is he could have had us anywhere. He brought us to his home. Mm -hmm. All right? That means something. It meant something to me. Yeah. It, it immediately said a whole lot to me before I even had a chance to hear him talk that night, shake his hand for the first time, and introduce myself. Um, when that was done, that got me to understand, you know, this guy is really trying to bring people in. He wants guys a part of this program that were a part of it before. Um, and that night kind of let me know where he was uh, with his speech to all of us. There was all generations of basketball, of Bearcat basketball there from the 60s on up. Yeah. Um, and that, again, that said a lot, man, said a lot to me. So he had my support you know, from day one. Um, I didn't really know Coach Brandon as an individual, but I knew what he had done basketball-wise and what he had done basketball-wise, you know, it wasn't bad. You know, he was a former player at Marshall University, did what he did there, you know, and then went on as a coach, you know, and had great success at NKU. Uh, NKU was a up-and-coming startup program or university, which got its opportunity to become Division One, you know, and they've done well. But he was the start of those great things that took part over there. So I think with the University of Cincinnati and their hiring, they were going for what was hot. They were going for what was new, fresh, hot, again, a business deal, and somebody that, again, can come right in and, you know, have that, you know, immediate impact as far as, everything else goes, you know what I mean? Not so much recruits and things like that. And he has had that impact since he's been here already, obviously. Unfortunately, this season was cut short in the wildest case scenario that we've ever seen <laughs> in all of college basketball. Yeah, um, man. 
So I don't know what your thoughts are on what COVID-19 did to this season or what your thoughts are on what COVID-19 did to, you know, collegiate sports as a whole. But if I could get your thoughts on some of that. Well, uh, you know, this this uh, pandemic experience, you know, uh, these are, you know, obviously things that you read about, uh, maybe viewed in a movie. Uh, you feel like you're actually living in and in that book or in that movie right now with all the things that went on, you know, with it when it first started uh, and seeing people, you know, actually lose their lives, man. And, you know, become affected each day. You know, it got more serious and, you know, people became more aware of what was going on. And, and that was then to me, you know, it became a little bit more scarier because now you're starting to recognize your surroundings. You know, and as they start to do things, close things up. You know, for me being in education, you know, for them to close the school and things like that, shut that down. That's that was the eye opener for me, you know, being in education. And that's when I knew how serious, you know, it actually really was. And, you know, possibly what was, you know, going to be ahead. Uh, no one knew what was going to be ahead and no one still knows what's coming. But I don't think no one thought that we were going to be where we are, man, today. Um, which, you know, again, for a lot of us, you know, this, this has all been different. Everybody's handled it, you know, in a different way. Um, again, as I joked about earlier, you know, I, I'm a homebody, so I enjoy being at home. So being at home and wasn't a problem for me. Uh, but I know for some it's stressful. Um, I know for some daily activity and daily schedule and routine is important and being thrown off from that, man, I know through a whole lot of people for a loop, you know, and then you start talking about people losing jobs and things like that, you know, which really hurt the situation, you know, or really, you know, elevated the situation as to speak and started to make things, you know, a lot worse, you know, as we started to go along and, you know, who knows again, man, where we're headed and, you know, what's next, but there will be a new normal uh, for us all. Uh, just hope people are taking the right precautions right now to make sure whenever this does break, you know, whenever we do see a, a brighter day after this situation, I hope they're, you know, they're, they're ready. They're, they're gearing themselves now uh, to maybe live a little bit differently, man, to maybe care a little bit more, you know, about others, you know, or share a little bit more of uh, their thoughts and their feelings, their true thoughts and feelings, man, not what's popular. A lot of people do what's popular. A lot of people latch on to what's popular. They, they like what's popular on social media. Uh, but they never, you know, really, so to speak, I should say, um, come to the forefront and, and, and lead a lot, you know, and that's, that, that's, that's, that's what we need more of, man. We need to, you know, just stop talking about things because it's popular and everybody else is talking about it. We need to discuss it every day, if possible. It could be very uncomfortable for a lot of people, uh, but that's what's, that's what's need to be done, man, possibly to to move forward, you know, uh, through what all we're experiencing, uh, through the COVID experience, man, the pandemic, and then obviously now what's going on um, with uh, the death of uh, Mr. George Floyd. And where I wanted to go with this interview after that question is not where I'm going to be able to go with this interview. Um, Cause I wanted to continue to talk about Bearcat Jam after that, but I, it'd be ignorant of me to not discuss further uh, some of the things you started to bring up. Yeah, of course. So, we'll dive back in it. 
Right. No, I, we'll, we'll get back into the Bearcat Jam, and I'm going to just let listeners know that we're going to hit that at the very end of this. Um, but I can't ignore the fact that some things have been going on this week, um, you know, that's obviously affected people more of of your culture than I can ever understand. Um, and I, I don't mean to play ignorant to it um, because this I definitely have – you know, my best friend, um, you know, my people who I consider family, um, you know, just not even just people who are of African-American descent, but also of Asian-American of, you know, just lots of different racial backgrounds. Um, you know, it's, it's not just the people that these are affecting, but it's also affecting so many other people and, you know, just by being aligned with those people. Right. So, um, I can't pretend to understand what you've been going through this week because it's not anything near what I've been going through this week. So if you could just walk me a little bit through some of the things that are going on this week for you um, upcoming that I know that you're involved in that we talked about prior to this conversation um, and just whatever else this, this week has meant to you. I appreciate that, man. Um, you know, uh, sitting back and just, you know, viewing a lot of the events, you know, around the world, um, you know, I, I pray for, you know, first off, the safety you know, of everyone, you know, everyone that's out there, you know, um, on those front lines, man, and, you know, out there for the right reasons. Um, I pray for their safety and I pray for, you know, them to be hurt. Um, but again, as well as the, you know, law enforcement community that's out there, you know, showing solidarity uh, with a lot of folks. Um, I pray for their safety out there as well, too, during this process. Watching the events, man, that that has been taking place, you know, it's it's heart wrenching. You know, it's 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 sad to see. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's something that, as a lot of people spoke about, you know, has pushed people to a certain degree. And a lot of people express their anger in certain ways. Uh, and I can't tell another person what to do and what not to do. And I never have. I have one son, one child in this world, and that's the only person I feel like I can ever tell what to do. Uh, people are going to do what they want to do, and they're going to react the way they want to react uh, to situations. Uh, but again, people are a little angry with what's going on, uh, white and black. Um, we, as a culture, have endured a great deal, uh, especially you know from the law enforcement community over a lot of years. Um, I personally experienced certain things, of course, of my growing up, um, not so much as others or as harsh as others, but I've been a part of it. So, you know, I understand a lot of people's frustration and a lot of anger when it comes to, you know, the police unjust or the, the profiling or the uh, unjust treatment. Um, but again, seeing everything that's going on, you hope that things do get better soon. Um, can't continue on this way. There has to be, uh, again, a strong dialogue created amongst the top people, top leaders uh, of our world, uh, of our, our, our cultures, period. Um, it needs to be a meeting of the minds, man, and people need to really start listening. Um, I hope they're listening to the reaction. Because uh, this reaction, man, is really loud. This reaction is coming from all fronts. As I said, black, white, uh, Puerto Rican, um, 
Asian, everywhere, they're Asian, yeah, every, every, everybody, everybody, Mexican, yeah. everybody's voicing their opinion, man. It's great to see, you know, it's great to see overseas, the UK, people starting to march and things like that. It's, it's great to see the world, you know, you know, they're opening their eyes to something that is truly bigger than all of us, man. What's going on is truly bigger than everyone. And everybody has a part in what's going to make it better. Uh, you and I have a part and what's going to make it better. Um, so, you know, it starts with, again, conversation. It starts with change in yourself. Um, the quote has been out, if you want to see change, be the change, you know? And I, that hasn't registered, you know, more truer than, again, these past months uh, where you've seen a lot of this stuff go on uh, around the country. Uh, that just now with Mr. Floyd's death, man, has just really exploded. Well, I just hope that uh, somebody out there listening to you and I have this intercourse and knowing that, you know, we, we've been friends before this conversation even took place. Um, you know, maybe it registers on them and they realize that they can be the change. So, of course, um, man, my, my, you know, I, I have never again, I, like I told you earlier, I, I'm not. A per, I, I'm not a person that, you know, really, you know, for controversy. I always try to die things down. I, I don't want to see anger. I don't want to see, you know, people fighting and all that good stuff, man. And, you know, what what's going on now touches on a whole lot uh, that's going on personally with folks in people's lives, you know. You know, and, and it's a good time for people to actually, if there is something going on personally, you know, with you and someone, you know, maybe this is a good time for you to have that that dialogue you haven't had. You know, um, we're preaching brotherhood. We're teaching. We're preaching brotherhood. We're preaching family. Uh, we want to teach those things to our younger kids. Um, then it's, it's possibly our time to come together, come to the table and air out possibly some, you know, old grievances, you know, we may have have of our own as uh, Bearcat athletes, you know, and I'm speaking to them right now. Um, I'm going to be a part of a walk tomorrow down on campus, the Black Lives Matter walk. Um, and I'm challenging some of my UC Bearcat basketball athletes to be there, to walk with me. Again, as I said, you know, this is a great time for us to, again, come together as the family we speak of being. You know, we were a Bearcat brotherhood as basketball players uh, that extended from the basketball court for a lot of guys. Um, but we need that with all of our guys because, you know, everybody, you know, needs to be, you know, again, all on one page, man, and, and I need to have, a, again, be celebrated the same. You know, and I see a lot of Bearcats on social media doing their thing, you know, and I, I, I appreciate what's going on in their lives. And I want them to know that. And I just want them to know, you know, that it extends far from that. It extends to other things as well. So, you know, uh, come walk with me. You know, a lot of the Bearcats, non-athletes, you know, if you just care about what's going on right now, you know, if we're Bearcats United, let's show that. You know, if we care about what's going on in the world with Black Lives Matter, Let's walk. 
Let's, what times that happening at tomorrow, man? Tomorrow at one o'clock. Um, I'm meeting at the Oscar Robinson statue because that's where my walk begins. I couldn't think of no other place to start it from. You know, Oscar uh, obviously was a pillar during the civil rights movement, um, during his time in his day, endured a lot as an athlete socially for a lot of us as athletes today to be able to be free and do some of the things that we do and be a part of. So I'm starting my walk from him and I'm going to catch up with the parade uh, from there. Uh, so again, man, if, if anybody wants to again, get down there, man, anybody want to be a part of it, come on down. I'm going to be the first to tell you, I wish that I didn't have a meeting already set up at one o'clock tomorrow. Sorry, man. Um, it sucks. Um, but I do want to be there. Um, just, for every reason possible. Um. Could be a lot of people there, man. A lot of, lot, like I said, a lot of people there, a lot of, a lot of different cultures. And again, that's what needs to be seen because you see University of Cincinnati is culture, man. Oh, that campus, sure. that campus is filled with just oh, with, with a lot of nationalities. All right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You walk uh, around campus all day and you see all that. Right. You're coming, you're coming in contact with somebody from, from, somewhere different everywhere so, you know again it's going to be again i think special for a lot of you know athletes i've seen the hashtag all day today from a lot of the football players I'm expecting to see those guys but you know the guys from my generation again you know that again that are on social media man the guys that are on you know doing their thing you know i encourage them you know if they haven't heard about it i was going to put out a post here uh right after midnight uh, to make sure, you know, it starts filtering out so people can see it and get it uh, just so they know what's going on. So you have one returning player to this year's Bearcat Jam and Coriante DeBerry thus far. Um, I, I, I take that back. Uh, is uh, John – John's coming back, right? Jeffrey Robertson. Oh, Jeffrey – I forgot about Jeffrey Robinson. Yeah, man, he was – man, Jeff might get mad about that, man. That's easily forgettable. He's a Xavier guy. <laughs> no, um, uh, John, you know, John, I don't know if uh, John's going to, you know, come back or opt to do the late deal as he did last year, which I think was a great business deal he made, you know, with Carmen's crew, uh, with waiting to sign on with them as they progressed. Uh, and he ended up winning the tournament, you know, and getting some bucks. Oh. So, but Jeff Robinson is back as a returner uh, from the 2018 squad as well. Obviously, you know, Xavier product, uh, you know, as we talked about, business over banter, man. You know what I, I mean? That decision, you I know. Hate it. I hate it. He was a good player, though, in 2018. Jeff, I think he came exactly. in. I think he was second Jeff's, second place in scoring. Jeff's a really good guy, man. Jeff's um, a good athlete. Um, really, really, really good uh, post guy, but a good person, man. So. I'm all about surrounding myself with good people, man. And even though he, you know, went to another another place, uh, <laughs> you know, he's he's all right with me, man. Hate it, but I love it. Um, so we just got Justin Jennifer two days ago. So that's a big get. Um, Huge. Huge. Time at, it's time at UC. I mean, he was – one of the best in, in all of college with the uh, assist turnover ratio his you know his senior year right what he does man he's going to bring a pro pedigree 
to what's going on. You know, Justin, you know, had just signed on with the uh, Texas Legends um, G League affiliate of the Dallas Mavericks okay. um, in, in 2019. So, you know, he's going to bring, again, a solid, solid, solid pro pedigree, you know, to the team. Brings a Bearcat attitude, a new age Bearcat attitude, obviously, than, than what we were used to as, you know, individuals coming up through our tenure, So, which is good because we always talked about the meshing of the generations and the tournament is about meshing the generations. So getting him involved in this is gigantic because, um, again, he just left the university just last year. So it's proven that um, just coming out of school, you know, this is something that you can partake in. I think guys thought, you know, possibly, you know, the tournament is a situation where, you know, it lacks a little bit of luster as far as, you know, the notoriety and, you know, hey, I'm just getting out of school. So, you know, I, I'd rather be, you know, seen at another level. But I'm telling you, man, this is a great platform. And again, I'm, I'm happy for Justin to be a part of this, you know, as a former Bearcat. But again, as a professional athlete, you know, at, at this point in his life, seeking a little bit of, you know, um, so I speak, so I say enhancement or notoriety or uh, publicity, however you want to look at it. I appreciate him, you know, reaching out to us, you know, about it and really wanting to be involved, man. He's excited. He's been back and forth with me about it uh, constantly. Uh, so, again, I, I'm excited about him. Can't wait. Well, ho hopefully he's still rocking the braids, and hopefully he's rocking a newer pair of J's than Kashmir Wright was. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Um, well, well, hopefully now, we can get somebody to, you know, once things get a little bit bigger for us, man, we'll we'll get somebody to give us some shoes, man. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll get a deal with somebody, man, where we can, you know, possibly – you know, get them wholesale, something like that. But I'm just, I'm just making a joke at Cashmere. Right? Bigger, bigger things are coming, man. Bigger man, things. Man, he he was wearing some worn out ones, man. Come on. Hey, they're probably. You, you hey, saw. Jordan wore the same same shoes. That, no, he didn't. He wore. We found that out in the documentary. But in in Space Jam, he said he always wore the same shoes. So that's not true, man. Because if you go back and you look at game. Oh, man, I think it was game four or five of the Phoenix series. It was in Chicago. Mm -hmm. It was when Barkley told him, you you can put the champagne away tonight or whatever. Yep. Because they have boarded up everything and all that. If you go back to that and you watch that, he is lacing up a brand new pair. Okay? Now, I didn't know many guys did that. I know I was able to do that, probably why my feet are so bad today. <laughs> but he took out a fresh, brand-new pair right out of the box and was lacing those things up and getting ready to play in them. No broken in at all. Nope. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? I don't know if Mike is totally telling the truth about playing <laughs> the same ones all the time because I got a chance to see from my eyes. Them shoes were brand new, man. They came fresh out of the box. He had them right in between his legs, lacing them up as he was razzing his favorite basketball player or teammate, um, 
my man, Scott Burrell. <laughs> yes. Just be glad you never had the Grant Hill Fila deal. Man, that broke it. Dude, them dudes, them was, them was sweet, man. I played in those in the 1995 uh, state playoffs, man. Those, right? broke his, those broke his ankles, didn't they? Oh, and they didn't break my ankles, man. <laughs> you know, I, they, were, they were a little heavy. I will say they were they were a little heavy, but you know I, I was a high flyer. I was a jumper. It didn't matter. It actually I think enhanced my vertical leap a little bit because they were so heavy. It was like wearing those uh, jump soles, those weighted shoes, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah. or, or wearing the wearing the wearing the ankle weights. You know what I mean? Remember you had to wear the ankle weights? Oh, yeah. Out of the East that. Bay magazine? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Right. I, I used to look at the back of the magazine, man, and see those advertisements for those things, thinking like, do those things really work? But <laughs> I never, never really had to try it, man, because I was dunking right at about the eighth grade level. So Get anyway, out of here. The helicopter figured out how to jump higher. Get out of here. It was all good. <laughs> all good. All right. So – there are some rumors about one of the Cumberlands coming onto the team. You know, um, I've been in contact with Javen um, a little bit uh, now. I think I'm going to have to possibly contact his representation now. I think Ooh. he's signed on that. I think I'm not mistaken. His Go Empire, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's what I saw. Uh, but I may have to contact them to possibly, you know, push you forward a little bit. Um, Hit that I think three. I think it'd be a great, I think it'd be a great opportunity for Javen. It'd be a, a a great again, as I said, good opportunity for some exposure. There's going to be a lot of G League overseas representation. People have their eyes on this tournament. I can't stress that enough. Uh, people are watching that you don't know that's watching it. So, but Javen's been recruited. I'm going to send a couple more things to him. He actually is in the groups, and you can see who views the messages. So I'm happy to see a lot of guys actually do view and see the message. Whether they get back to me or not is another story. Uh, but I continue to recruit as a general manager should or as a leader should. You know, I put it out there to guys for invitations. If they want to come get it. If not, we got to move on to the next guy. What about a guy like Field? Guy like Field Williams? Yes, sir. You know, I haven't talked to Field in a while, man. It's, it's been a long time since I, I talked to Field. But I think I may have covered that base there with that. And I ran out of film here, or should I say not film, <laughs> what I'm talking about. I ran out of uh, storage space here. Got this new LG Stylo 5. <laughs> now that I'm like stepped up into the new age, you know what I mean? I'm out of storage here. So I have to go to my settings here real quick to try to make sure I'm able to get this as I announce it to you. I got a buddy but, who just uh, who just uh, upgraded from a flip phone to a smartphone. Well, yeah, man. You know, it was time, and I have been missing. <laughs> out. I have been missing out on a lot, obviously, with having this thing now. Um, so, but I, I'm I'm slowly but surely. You know, again, man, getting things the way they need to be. There you go. All right, so so okay. if you could announce the current roster and anything else that you might have to add to the roster tonight, what you got? Okay, current roster. Um, again, as you know, we have uh, you know Coriante DeBerry. 
big guy coming back. Uh, we went uh, a little bit rogue, should I say, uh, in the next choice uh, in trying to sew up um, our front line. Uh, I have a great young man out of the city of Cincinnati, uh, Roselle Nix, who I had an opportunity to coach uh, when I first got into coaching um, at Withrow High School. Uh, so I am happy to have him join the fray. Ro, big boy. Yeah, Roe is 6'11", uh, 300-pounder. Uh, uh, but when you hear 6'11", 300 pounds, you think, oh, he's just going to sit in the middle. No. If you have viewed Roe highlights, if you have seen Roe move his feet, this guy is mobile and agile. And he you is seen anybody that, that Melvin Levin has coached he is athletic. Yeah, you know, and I, I'm, I am so proud of Roe, man, because, you know, uh, Roe went through a tough time in high school. People made fun of him because of his size and the fact that he wasn't uh, as coordinated yet as others with his size. Uh, but once he got his opportunity, man, um, and grew him to himself, he became great. Uh, went on to go to the University of Pittsburgh uh, as a graduate uh, out of JUCO. Uh, and then uh, from Pensacola, and then went on to finish at uh, South Alabama. Uh, so, again, happy to see him now playing overseas. I think he's also playing in Portugal a little bit. Uh, so, Rose going to help us a lot, but he's my success story, man, because I always talked about with my young players at that time, hopefully I'm in a position in your future to be able to help you. Yes. Uh, and this this one came true for me. Uh Again, as I said, you know, Jeff Robinson's coming back uh, yep. to add a little bit of more athleticism and length uh, to the front line for us. Uh, he's from Xavier. You know, <laughs> there you go again with that, Jeff. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, again, the, the addition of uh, Justin Jennifer in the backcourt, you know, as a strong point guard really starts things off for us in that process, you know, uh, going in that direction and looking for another person to possibly fill that void and run that counterpart with them. You know, we reached out to Deion Dixon. We didn't hear back, uh, hoping, you know, that he can do some things here real soon. We reached out to Sean Kilpatrick. You know, he hasn't uh, returned uh, the invitation yet. Uh, we hope he's doing well. Wish him the best of luck in whatever he's doing. Um, um, he, he does do his uh... – undrafted line i'll okay. throw that out there i'll throw, okay. throw that out there right now for him uh, yeah i mean I, i've seen the undrafted thing i would like to actually uh get in a uh, shirt or a hat because you know it's it's kind of cool uh to see what he's doing and, and he's taking the you know he's going off of a lot of guys paths as well as his own yeah you know i mean um, as, as an athlete and individual so you know it's pretty cool to see that he's out there doing that um reached out the lance make him dance uh stevenson <laughs> Well, I think this tournament is built for him. This tournament is built for a guy like Lance. Man. Yeah, it is. It's got it's got Showtime Lance all over. Uh, you know, but Lance is international, man. You know, Lance is doing his thing over in China. Not sure if they're going to be invited back to play basketball or not. But we're reaching out to Lance uh, to come be a part of this. A uh, couple other guard positions that I did get a hold of, not to, you know, so they're not cited as far as not being mentioned. Um, 
again, I, I reached out to Deontay Vaughn, uh, Kashmir Wright, things like that. Um, Darnell Wilkes reached out to Darnell Wilkes, uh, Harlem Globetrotter fame. Yeah. You know, he's an athlete. Uh, reached out to Demar Johnson, uh, Big Three fame. You know, was looking for him to come out and shoot a little bit, possibly. Uh, and even James White. But with covering the backcourt, man, and trying to get uh, someone to run, I I, I got uh, my man uh, coming in from Brazil, uh, Mr. Farad Cobb. All right. Uh, oh. The other guy that wears number 21. And if there's anybody going to wear number 21 that's going to be in this tournament that I allow to wear number 21, <laughs> I'll let him wear it because of the way he shoots it, you know, and, you know, and, and he's got a flamer on him. You know, if James White was going to play, I, I might have let him wear it. We might have had a dunk off, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just to, just to see, uh, you know, who's actually going to wear it. But, you know, Farad Cobb is coming in, man. Uh, I got those goals in uh, two days ago from him to go ahead and start the process of trying to add him to the roster. So during tomorrow's TBT conference call, you know, he will be one of the guys that we were talking about getting pushed through as well as getting Jennifer really go ahead and push through as well. Uh, and my other returning guy who I got nailed down today was uh, Rashad Bishop. So nice. you, got, you got two new additions, man, to the roster tonight. Exclusively, you know, on pardon the punctuation. You know, we're kicking it live. <laughs> you know what I mean? The helicopter. You know, Bearcat Jam. You know, Cincinnati Bearcat for life. You know, giving you the goods and the scoop on what's going on and what we're trying to do, man. We're trying to build. We're trying to build and put TBT on notice for the next couple of years. We need that region here in Cincinnati. Oh yeah, my my campaign for next year is TBT to Cincy. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. You you've been you've been vocal about that since uh. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting the shirts the made. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting the shirts made. I'm going to get like a ten person campaign, man. We're gonna just bust through the city, through the winter, all right, through the fall. We're gonna try to garnish as much Bearcat Jam support as possible. We still have some that are really new to this and saying, hey. I didn't know this existed. Well, it's time for people to actually know that we are out here. We exist. We're going to be a part of this every summer. We look to be a part of it every summer. Uh, and if you want to see your favorite Bearcat athletes possibly participate in a great summer event and possibly get that region here for Ohio, I mean, come on, man, think about it. You got Carmen's crew from Ohio State. You got yep. Dayton, the Red Scare. You got us as Bearcat Jam from Cincy. You got the Bluegrass Boys, which is UK. Yep. Yep. All right. I'm not sure what Louisville is planning here in the next year, but they should go ahead and get involved. But I'm, I'm encouraging Brad Repford, man, as I talked to him last year. Yeah. Or two years ago, let's just say. And even Gary Lumpkin this past year. Xavier needs to go ahead and try to get them a team, man, because I know the TBT will eat that whole storyline up. All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just getting it, getting it down here, and and I mean, you've been vocal about this is uh, even before, like we, the very first time we interviewed you in yes. regards to to Bearcat Jam. But it needs you to have this. You wanted this down here, yeah. You, you Twenty twenty one, man. Couldn't yeah, couldn't, couldn't think of a couldn't think of a better year. All right, couldn't think of a better year. I wear number twenty one. I am Mister Twenty One. <laughs> right? How if about we, if we did a poll? 
or one of those little things that be going on online socially, who's Mr. 21 to you? You can put up Keith Greger. You can put up Javen Cumberland. You can put up James White. You can put up myself. Uh, who else am I missing? Who else wore number 20? I'm probably missing a couple uh, from the 70s and the 60s, but yeah. you can do that poll. And I won't say that I will win it, but I will be a close in first. Conversation. Yeah, in the conversation, for sure. No, 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 you didn't catch that, Aaron. <laughs> I, I give I, the credit to the people that you may have missed in the 60s and 70s. I'll, I'll be a close first. <laughs> I, I may, I may not, I may not win it, but I'll be a close first. Yes, sir. How about this Listen. one for a storyline? Uh, I heard that uh, Bob Huggins might be coaching the uh, West Virginia team. So how about yeah, you know, how about Melvin? Good. How about Melvin Levitt coaching the Bearcat Jam against Bob Huggins coaching West Virginia? Are the you mid- kidding me? Oh, man, how about that one? Man, that sideline would be so lit up. Are, are you kidding me? Between between him and his antics. And me and mine, boy, oh boy. I think all, be, the, all be the former players behind you. Get, get no, some man, revenge that, that, for all those that's practices. A great, that's a great plug, though, man, because, you know, having a guy like Coach Huggins become a part of a tournament like this really gets you to understand the magnitude of what the TBT is doing. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It gets, yes, you, it gets you to understand uh, the notoriety and who actually really wants to be a part of it. You know, for him to come out and, and coach that uh, West Virginia alumni team, man, speaks volumes. You know, and again, it just adds just a little bit more credibility to what everybody's trying to be a part of. Absolutely. I mean, you, have, you have, I think it was uh, 111 teams in total apply for this tournament. 21 to 24 maybe alumni teams. Well, there's only 24 spots. So... A lot of alumni teams, man, with great programs, you're not going to see. Right. A lot of great teams in this TBT that put rosters together, you're not going to see. All right? All right. So to to be, again, in this situation late in the game, still trying to make a push for it, still making roster moves, additions, I think, again, we're saying something to the TBT. Um, and if it was under a normal circumstance – I think we'll blow a lot of the voting process out of the door, yep. just like we did in our first year. Yep. So, I, so Octavius Ellis, you picked the wrong team. Uh, <laughs> love it. <laughs> you know, as it said, as I spoke about before, man, to a lot of those guys, and I was being truthful. The TBT is a business, you know, and you guys are professionals in your own respect and what you're doing right now. And I cannot hold you from any other opportunities. This opportunity is is Bearcat. So if you're Bearcat and you want the Bearcat experience, you want to be back around that again, this is for you. But if you're making a business decision as far as, you know, where you may fit in, as far as your skill level, how much playing time, and then at the end of the day, how much money you're going to get from that team, then you have to make the best decision, you know, for you. And I won't, again, I won't hold guys back from that. Octavia signed with a great team. Uh, Jimmy V is putting together uh, that that organization is putting together a great team. Uh, they're playing for a great cause. Uh, they got one great Bearcat to go on their squad. Yep. I wish Octavius the best of luck. Uh, we lost Sheck Mulch to the Supper Crew. You know, a new uh, I think TBT affiliate, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 
uh, but with some NBA prowess. Same thing, man. Wish him the best of luck. You know, this is not again. I'm holding. I'm not holding grudges no. against anyone. I'm not holding grudges for guys that don't return my phone call or don't return my emails or messages. Uh, I move on to the next thing. I continue to push uh, because that's what you got to do if you're going to build something. Uh, give other people an opportunity that may want it. So Octavius Ellis, you chose the wrong team. All right, moving on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He chose, he chose the wrong group. He chose the wrong group. Um, so, so out of 24 teams, where is this going to be hosted? They're not doing regionals anymore, correct? No, there's not going to be any regionals, and the tournament is to be announced here within the next week. Okay. Uh, June 15th yeah. was the deadline for the applications. I think they're going to extend it maybe. Uh, but that should be, again, announced here, teams and location within the next week. Is that for player applications or is that for team applications? That's that's everything. Team applications, that's that's everything. Everything shuts down. Don't miss the deadline this year if you're trying to play with us, Melvin. Love it yeah, year. definitely, man. If you're trying to get on, you know, I'm playing, no, no. guys. If you're trying to wear a jersey this year, you oh, missed yeah. the deadline last year. No, I didn't know. No, 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 no. no, no, no. He didn't miss the deadline. No, no, no. You know what? You know what? I'm glad you brought that up, too, because maybe we can maybe we can, uh, take, maybe we can take this part of the of – the, uh, Podcast. Are we, Sorry. This? Are we doing this? Let me get back on here. Are we doing this? <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm back on. Let me, uh, maybe we could take this part of it and send it to the TBT. Okay. Melvin Levitt was the first guy on the roster. Okay. Was the first guy to make his profile as player slash general manager. Okay. Mm -hmm. What TBT did once we got towards the end in our process, completely disregarded. They took Yancey Gates as that add on. Okay. And that immediately took out myself and Eric Hicks. Oh, he's so mad at you right now, isn't he? I mean, yeah, I know. I mean, we both were pissed, man. You could imagine being both of us showing up <laughs> and we're getting ready to grab the jersey and grab shorts, and they go, "Oh no, you guys are not on the roster." There were a there was a roster mix up. It's like, wait a minute, lives mad. What can you have? A, how can you have a roster mix up when we were the first couple guys to be on it? But nevertheless, man, we took the back seat for those guys to be a part of it. Yancey and those guys were big additions to our roster, you know, uh, coming in late. So you know that was no problem. But this year, man. Um, surprise, surprise, man. Surprise, surprise. I'm not letting too much fun go on. You have that jersey? I'm not letting too much fun go on, man. We got three <laughs> guys. We got three guys right now registered for the tournament under the number under 21. Coriante DeBerry, I think, wants number 21. No, 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 I'm sorry. Jeff Jeff uh, Robinson wants 21. Farad Cobb wants 21. <laughs> I gotta have twenty one. <laughs> so that's, we gotta come. We we gotta have to come to some some type of agreement on what's going on. And if Javen's gonna be a part of it, that's four guys that's gonna want <laughs> the number twenty one. That's three roster announcements tonight, Mel. Hey, hey, well, hey, take it as you like. You know, helicopter is in. Can we get that exclusive? Can we bring that in a little bit closer? Should I come in closer? I'm coming closer. <laughs> I'm coming closer for y'all. Helicopters in, man. Putting that jersey on. Hold on. I'll be back. Be right back. I got something for you. 
He's going to get a jersey, isn't he? He's, he's going to get a jersey. So officially tonight, we have we have three roster announcements. We have Frog Cobb. We have uh oh. Um, oh, here it comes. There it is. He got a fresh pair of kicks for it. A fresh pair of Jays. No, no, no. Jays. No, no. These are not Jays. Oh no, those are Pumas. Those these are, are Pumas. for the people. These are for the people that sponsor in the tournament, man. TBT Pumas. Puma, I'm Puma ready. All right. Hey, those are comfortable ready, too, man. I'm ready to go, and they black and red, man. Yeah. I'm ready, yeah, I'm ready to rock it. and roll, man. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready to lace them up. All right. I'm, and I'm gonna come to the sideline when it's time to coach. I'm gonna put this on right here. Oh, there you go. This is Puma ready right here, man. That old school C Paul on it. Puma ready, man. I'm gonna break that out since we're doing TBT right now. We're doing throwbacks. All right, let me throw that C Paul on for you right there on that bang. <laughs> get that brim right. Let me make right, sure. Now, how does how does the fan get the hat? You, you know, I, I haven't put these out yet, man. You know what I'm saying? I was just waiting for the right time. You know, maybe this like week. This right time. This this week might be the right time just to go ahead and brandish that Puma for TBT. Let us, no. let us let us know no. when we can read. You see. You see, it's Puma TBT ready. Trust me, we ready. You already seen the other stuff too, man. You already know. <laughs> I already saw the t-shirt. The t-shirt. This the mask. Or... I already know, man. Make sure you stay you safe with that mask, right? Right, man. We got more of them, man. We got more in. You know what I mean? We're going to be flexing with these. Get oh, you're getting ready to go back to the office and have to wear a mask in the office. Make sure you're getting one of these. Man, I'm telling you, man, y'all better get right, man. Stop playing with me, man. We ready, man. <laughs> we we, we got to do what we got to do. We're going to be ready for it, man. We out here. We here to be safe. TBT need us to wear masks. We're going to wear masks. We got the Bearcat Jam mask coming, you know, for all teammates. We got the Melvin Levitt's already here. You know, we trying to take care of everybody, man, the fans, you know, everybody that's supporting us, man. It's just all a part of the deal, bro. That's we'll awesome. do what we got to do if it, if it means us sitting sidelines for the practices. You already know. No, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all been uh y'all been one up with me, man, you know, yep. since I met you guys. And I appreciate everything that you guys have been doing, man. I hey, appreciate you, know, you. In, in this process. And I told you guys, man, I want to I want to help send y'all to where y'all need to go. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of people out here doing their thing with their podcasts and all that. And I see a lot of people getting a lot of attention. We, we need to get y'all, man, where y'all need to be, man, because y'all deserve it, man. Y'all covering a lot of stuff. Y'all doing a great job for the university, man. I see Thank y'all you. Posting, y'all putting stuff out. Y'all true dudes. I've met you personally, all right? I've hung out with you. This ain't no for the video. It's not just for <laughs> social media and hype. You know, Aaron and Ed, man, are real cool dudes, man. I suggest you guys, you know what I'm saying, latch on. Hook on the part in the punctuation, man, before they go somewhere and we can't catch them. We get that Joe Rogan deal. We appreciate that. God, you know we appreciate saying? that, man. Y'all, y'all getting ready to go somewhere to the stratosphere, man. We ain't going to be able to catch up with y'all, man. So we're trying to latch on now. So whatever I can do again to help y'all, I'm willing to, man. Just just, just let me know. But, again, I appreciate everything y'all do for Bearcat Jam, man. We, 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 we make a noise because of y'all. On that note, I, I don't know how else to close out, but other than to say, <laughs> Melvin Levitt, you got any last words, man? We are ready. We ready. We ready. Get that C, Paul, in the basketball tournament, man. The Bearcats, man. We deserve it. We got a great fan base. We got a great fan base of people, man. All right. 
just not in Cincinnati. Bearcats are everywhere. Log on to the tournament.com. Please cast your vote of support for Bearcat Jam. We are at 275 right now. All right. 275. Let's top it off at 300. If if, if they're going to announce at the end of the week, let's let's get 300 by Friday. And if because we get 300, we're right behind Team Arkansas, who they're talking about actually having in this tournament and bust out here at the beginning of the tournament with all this fanfare and support. And here it is. We've walked them down. What 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 do what do cats do, man? Cats just silently watch what's going on and they creep. Cats right. creep. You know what I'm saying? Cats for creep up. You, and that's what we've you, done. For those of you who can't see it, can't can't really grasp what he's talking about, um, be sure to follow him on Facebook, on Twitter, Bearcat Jam. That's literally all you need to look up. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for a Facebook group to join up on, join Bearcat Nation, join Bearcat Country, Melvin's all over both. Everywhere. Um, so, so are we. Um, but at the end of the day, we're all just trying to do the same thing. Flying, um, man. Get out there mm. for the basketball tournament on ESPN. The prize this year is $2 million, correct? Two mil, man. Two mil. So help your fellow Bearcats, if you really care about doing something for the alumni, this is about the most you can do without actually donating a penny. It's just literally logging on. It takes, to, it takes it takes seconds, two man. seconds. Like you two said, it seconds. takes seconds to cast a vote. You, you can do it from wrong. your cell phone. You can do it from your computer. Do the damn thing. It's for Melvin Levitt. It's for us. It's for all of your Bearcat. Yeah, family. man. Bearcat country, man. Bearcat nation. Bearcat country. Bearcat uh, island. You know, bear, whatever, man. Whatever Bearcat is, this is this is for this is what it's for. There we it's go. for the pride in our university. Pride. We're all trying to do the same damn thing. Pride in the Bearcat, man. No doubt, man. And again, I, I appreciate the love. Appreciate again the the notoriety. Appreciate again the the, the enhancement of, of what we're doing. You know what I mean? The the publicity. Uh, we for 15 act, seconds, it gets you away from the rest of the world. Couldn't couldn't ask for 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 anything more, man. So again, thank you guys, man, uh, for everything. We'll try to get these players lined up, man. I'll, I'll get in contact with some guys. Oh, man, you know what? I'll be remiss, man, because I got to go ahead and do this actually coming up here tonight anyway or tomorrow. I have another uh, free agent local product, uh, and he's another kid that I had an opportunity to coach uh, through my early AAU days uh, and has went on and done some great things. Uh, I think it was uh, Midwestern University. Um, Midwestern Ohio University, I think he went to, uh, but formerly of Aiken High School. Okay. Uh, Robbie Smythe. All right, Robbie Smythe, six foot five wing guy, um, who's going to play that wing with Rashad with us, uh, Bishop. Uh, Robbie's a high flyer, man. He's coming in from the Kentucky Enforcers of the ABA, along with Jeff Robinson, you know, obviously that affiliate. Uh, yep. We wanted to branch out a little bit this year uh, and try to get some different talent. We even uh, spoke of trying to link up with the Ohio Kings, yeah. uh, but that opportunity didn't come together. Uh, but, you know, we came and got uh, Robbie Smythe again, along with Jeff Robinson from the Kentucky Enforcers, ABA uh, basketball. Uh, and 
Again, he's a local kid, Cincinnati man. And again, I'm, I'm happy to have this young man along with Roselle as two uh, affiliates of the same city, even though they didn't go to the university. I know they had aspirations and maybe dreams of playing Bearcat basketball. So now they're going to get that opportunity. That's awesome. Well, at the, at the end of this, uh, send us their Twitter links and uh, we'll be sure to hit them up in the app. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. I'll get you uh, yeah, Robin's yeah. stuff, man. Um, him and him and uh, anybody else who's on the roster at this point. Yeah, definitely, man. I, I would love for you to spoke to speak to one of those guys, man, locally. Um, yeah, Robbie, Robbie or Ro, uh, one Roselle, either one would be great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll put, and, I'll give Justin. Yeah, I'll push all these uh, contacts to these guys, man. Um, we'll do what we can over the course of the next week. We'll go from there, man. No yes, doubt. Appreciate you, buddy. Melvin Levitt, as always, thank you for your time. Um, it's been a pleasure. Um, again, in case you didn't hear it earlier, um, he's doing some big things tomorrow with Black Lives Matter down at campus. Uh, meet at the uh, Oscar, Oscar Robertson. Yeah, I'm going to be. I'm going to be meeting there, man. I know everybody's meeting around Probasco, uh, where it's actually taking place uh, yeah. and things like that. But again, like I said, man, I'm going to start mine from Oscar because you know, again, I. Couldn't think of nowhere else better to start it from, man. Like I said, he paved the way for a lot of us African-American athletes, you know, to do what we do. Uh, he's a pillar, uh, African-American pillar here at the University of Cincinnati. So I'm going to start there and uh, catch up with everybody over there. And again, man, I didn't think I'll be doing what, you know, my parents' generation had to do. Uh, but um, everybody has a duty at some point. Everybody has a calling at some point to go out. And whether if it's just showing your face and, you know, maybe standing next to somebody in support, um, you have that obligation, you know, and we as Bearcats, man, if we're going to be Bearcat United, as the hashtag say, tomorrow is, is going to be huge for a lot of Bearcats with it being on our campus, right? Um, a lot of African-Americans uh, at the University of Cincinnati. Uh, so I'm expecting a huge turnout. Absolutely. Uh, so. Hopefully, we'll, you know, we'll see a lot of, again, of our Bearcat athletes down there. So get this social media board here real quick, man. Post this in all the Bearcat country, uh, Bearcat basketball groups, man, just to see if we can get get these guys a part of it. Wish I was able to be there with you tomorrow, Mel, but regardless, love you. And, no doubt, uh, man. Thank you Appreciate for your time. it, man. You guys too, man. Bearcat family, Bearcat proud all the way, man. All right. Thank you for your time, as always, sir. And uh, until then, we'll see you later. Jam on. <laughs> Jam Thanks, on, man. baby. <laughs>